Guys, welcome back to Witch Hunts and Weather Balloons. I'm Nigel. I'm Rube. That's Ruben. Hey. <laughs> we're here to finish off Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah, we're going to polish her off today, boys, and never talk about it again as long as we live. Yeah, probably. I'll, until I'll probably talk until about it ties into everything we talk about. <laughs> and we say, remember that one episode we did on Skinwalker Ranch, the very first one? Those will be the days. I'm already looking forward to those days. <laughs> These are already the days. <laughs> Um, I think today we're going to talk about the rest of the cryptids that we didn't cover. We're going to kind of not breeze through them, but just describe them. And, um, we found a ranch that actually lets people come down to it and experience it. It's just adjacent to the, to the Skinwalker Ranch. And they see a lot of the same shit there. Not, not all of it but a lot of it and some of it's sketchy but the other stuff is pretty concrete i feel they have a cheesy three minute video on their front page that shows everything they've seen and i loved it well ruben found a couple really awesome websites (laughs) really Um, well maintenance too (laughs) i mean they they're about exactly what you would expect the background is stars and everything looks like a drawn version of uh back to the future (laughs) Um, the first one where we get a lot of our information today on cryptids is called skinwalkerranch.org. Mm-hmm. You can go there and fuck around on the forums and look at videos and uh, pictures people have captured around that area and just mostly that part of Utah in general. I think my favorite thing is the statistics, the frequency percent. Um, oh, they yeah. take They take every odd event and give you a percentage of seeing it um i don't know how they come up with this percentage i also don't know how this percentage equivalates to like are you gonna see this in a day yeah or are you gonna see this sometime eventually yeah like is this if you spend your life you have a 50 percent chance <laughs> or if you fucking yeah it doesn't matter but uh let's see first one uh is the spotlight that's one that's super common. They even say there's a 50% chance of seeing it. And it's just a beam that it just ignores you pretty much. Um, so you can see it and it acts like it can see you, but it will do everything in its power to not look at you. And it's it, like a dog. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's looks like a headlight on a motorcycle and it travels about, it says 10 to 40 miles an hour. Well... Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't this similar to the first occurrence that Terry had where he thought that was thing was coming it's, down his driveway? The driveway, or, or it was when him and his nephew were out, remember? Right. And they started driving backwards from them. Mm-hmm. And it hovers, it it stays around eight feet off the ground. It'll go higher and lower, but that's typically where it likes to, to fuck around at. So there's that one, and then there's the flash drones. Which are a lot like flares. And they're, but they act intelligently. They might actually be intelligent flares. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We don't know what those fuckers have. And, um, and it says the exposure to this can last from one to 45 minutes, which also sounds like a flare to me. Because you get those flares that just sit there and flash in the sky forever, which are pretty dope. Is this those orbs? Yeah, it's one of the orbs. Yeah. Because there's a lot of, they, they just call them green orbs, orange orbs, blue orbs. And they, uh, there's not, a huge amount so, of info on them. So these things are like the ones that exploded the dogs. <laughs> yeah, these are the dog exploders. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Um, 
Another one is the Invisible Chopper, which is one of the weirder ones because there is some literature literature from uh, Brigham Young that um, when they were in that part of Utah, when they were settling there, that they actually heard... They didn't know how to describe a helicopter, but the way they were describing it really sounds like a modern-day helicopter, and it was coming from underground. And everybody nowadays say, yeah, it sounds like there's a helicopter. When You know, when you're walking around outside and you just hear a helicopter, it kind of consumes the moment, you know what I mean? Or like a jet flying above you. You can't do anything but try and find the fucking jet in the sky. That's uh, that's kind of what this is. Can you imagine a hundred years ago trying to describe a helicopter, or just like what the hell's coming from the underground? Yeah, like it's Cthulhu awakening underground. But also, underground. Yes. See, that's the weird part. Especially back then, because we know that there's a good chance that there's a ton of underground government shit going on at all times. There's a there's a decent chance of that, but that many years ago. I don't think there was anything underground to that scale. And they obviously didn't have helicopters. Exactly. <laughs> but they would describe these noises, and so would uh, residents back in the day. And I think this is one of the more interesting ones. Um, but yeah, they describe it. It sounds as if it's a mere 50 feet above your head, and it sounds like a helicopter blade slowly rotating around like it's about to land, but it's coming from the underground. And I... I don't even have a guess at what that could be. I wouldn't place it on the government side because it, of its reports so or so much earlier. So I don't think the government was doing crazy shit like that back in the day. I think it was just some bad campsite chili and somebody had the rumbles. <laughs> <laughs> had the grumblies. The <laughs> grumblies chili. Yeah. The grumblies that only, only hands, hands could, could satisfy. satisfy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, next one is mini stealth. This one could also just be a, a stealth ship or a drone, but... But the the difference is that it hovers. This is what we described earlier when... Um, um, what's the guy's name? Terry. Yep. Uh, Terry was... Uh, he saw it, and it looked like there was disco lights underneath of a jet. And he said it looks like an F-17, but it made no noise, and all it would do was hover. And it would hover above the ground and scan things. And that's the one he scared away by cracking his shoulder like an <laughs> animal. But I do find it interesting Interesting that these things are supposedly completely silent. Yeah. Um, I don't know of any drones personally that are completely silent. Normally you hear a drone and it's like angry electronic noises. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you hear when it's next to you. Um, I mean, and the stealth fighters also, it's... They're going to make noise. So uh, aside from the obvious, I don't know what else could be. So this one's alien or government, basically. Yeah. I don't know the... But the technology, because this was early... Were those bombers around at uh, in mid or um, mid-1990s to early 2000s? Probably, um, right? No, they were definitely making those. Those came out post-World War II. Yeah, I can't remember when they got big. Um, no, I don't remember. Definitely post-World War II, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a safe guess. Yep. And another one that they have an odd name for, they don't even recognize it as a skinwalker, even though the website's called skinwalkerranch.org. Um, they call it the Bulletproof Wolf. And this is actually more seen than I would have assumed. I Listening to 
the book Hunt for a Skinwalker, it sounds like that only happened the first day they moved their cow in. It doesn't really even mention this thing at once. There is other Skinwalker stuff that happens, but not quite the bulletproof wolf. But people keep citing it and saying they've been uh, seeing it all over the place. And the website has this as a 15% chance of seeing this. For two to five minutes. Mm -hmm. That's insane. Yep. And um, it says may travel within the light that the flash drones emit. So they could be working together in some ways. That's interesting. Yeah. The controllers. That's the next one. Yes. I yeah. have no idea what these are. It it it's a invisible chopper. Um, that speak Native American. Yep. These are the ones that um, install you with a, uh, instill you with a bunch of fear. If you, if you remember that when people would say that they were consumed by a giant. Oh. Just, they 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 just feel dread come so over them. So that was. Like once in the book, right? Yep. And they would tell you like Native American stories and it was basically hovercrafts that follow you around that are usually invisible, but you would hear Native American chantings being emitted from this thing, which that's kind of dope. And then there's the Traveler slash the Dark One, but they're basically describing the Skinwalker. Again. Yeah, but they have really different names about them I mean, and we covered that how they're just creepy old witches that killed their family members to become a, a pretty spooky kind of witch that can turn into an animal whose pelt they wear according to this the traveler will say he is from an entire tribe of sky beasts which is awesome um that's the first time we've ever heard reference of skinwalkers to aliens yes um, because we've, the, the Bigfoot has been tied to aliens because they're, yeah. <laughs> um, the black cube thing from last episode, the end yeah. of last episode, that was, I'm, I mean, I've been listening a lot to Bigfoot stuff this week and nobody ever talks about how Bigfoot could be alien related. And I would be more prone to believe that Bigfoot was government related before alien related, but according to this, I, I mean, think it's just a ancient being. Yeah, if it's anything, it's um, what's the name of that? Oh, my brain died. Oh boy. Yeah, <laughs> it's that it kind of day. It is, and you guys are gonna bear with us. <laughs> Deal with it. Because I'm already drinking and. And it's only three, so <laughs> when we're recording this. And that's always super fun. And uh, next one it has listed here is the little girl. And that's what is blamed for most of the supernatural stuff that goes on. And it's kind of your basic uh, haunting. There is an unknown percent chance of seeing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, this could be tied to all the paranormal activity that was there. It is surprising that there is paranormal activity on top of everything else, which is kind of why Skinwalker Ranch is so cool. Yeah. Um, But still, I mean, usually it's like poltergeist activity. And this little girl, from what I can tell, doesn't seem like a poltergeist. She just seems like a... A little girl. Yep. (laughs) It's really just a stray. (laughs) Yeah. Just fucking with people's forks. 
the next one is the Firefly Sprites. Yep. And these are, they're like the, the glowing orbs, but much, much smaller. And this is a very, very common thing to see in the sky. It almost seems as if stars are popping out of the places they should be. I used to live in Virginia and we had fireflies all the time mm-hmm. and they're really cool, but they're not very big. And according to this, these just kind of fly all over the place. Um, fireflies never really, I mean, maybe treetop height. Yeah, but these go much higher than that. But it, it, it could also just be, um, it has it listed here under natural earth lights. Yeah. So it could just be something natural that happens in that area. Even though I haven't, is there any fireflies in Utah? No. No. Um, Because I went to like Illinois and mm -hmm. places down there when I went on this uh, LDS church tour. And that's the first time I saw all of that kind of stuff. I didn't, because fireflies, I was was blown away. I was like, can we catch them and do all the things that they do in the cartoons? And like, I guess, kid. (laughs) There's a couple of cool things. Um, If you stomp on them and drag your foot, it leaves a glowing line. That's the most brutal way, but yes. I mean, I was like... I guess that makes sense because it's like the goo inside of them that glows, I guess. Bioluminescence. Hey, that's a big word. You're welcome. That's the stuff that all the (laughs) octopus use, too. No, that's chromatophores. Jeez, man. (laughs) You know all the big words. Um, Yeah, so one day I was catching fireflies Mm -hmm. and I trapped eh, probably a hundred or so in a big old bottle. (laughs) Oh, great. And I stayed up watching them and I realized that some of them were disappearing and come to find out they were eating each other. They ate each other? (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. I watched um, Beyond Thunderdome Firefly Edition. (laughs) (laughs) Is it... Is it like, do the females eat the male type thing? Or was it, do the females glow or the males glow? From what I can tell, they all glow. I I, I I thought the males would glow to attract a female. I mean, sure. Or maybe the females glow. But I'm thinking if you caught a bunch of fireflies, maybe they're all the same sex. I only caught the ones that glow. So, I mean, maybe I just had a bunch of males and they were all pissed off at each other. What gender of firefly glow? Good old male. So the males. So you caught a bunch of dudes in a jar. Yeah. (laughs) And they had a fight club in it. it. (laughs) (laughs) They had a fight club in your jar. We need to incorporate a third person. And I think it should be the google devices yeah so you can just ask google hey alexa (laughs) yeah we we need one of those next to us a little pod (laughs) something the great the great uh all seer needs to be here with us can you change their name and have them um respond to different names no no unfortunate i know instead of saying the google i don't want to say it now because mine will blow up (laughs) oh my phone blew up (laughs) and it started typing blow up (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I don't want to activate all the technology in my house in the middle of a podcast. I don't see why not. (laughs) Well, because I'd have to stand up and it would ruin everything. (laughs) The next one is Nigel's favorite creature, is the water babies. If it's dark and scary, I love it. And I love the artwork that they have here. It's pretty good. It looks like that scene in Lord of the Rings when they're walking through the swamp and they put their head underwater and they see a bunch of ghost people, which are just dead souls from the elves that battled there. And, uh, and lost their lives there, and they're stuck in that swamp, and so is their soul. That's the kind of the picture here. It has a kid staring into a pool with a bunch of floating alien babies in it. Um, very astute <laughs> observation. <laughs> Thank you. And I tied it into my favorite thing of all time. <laughs> yeah, so water babies are basically a Native American tale. Um, any body of water can have them. Um, what it is... Sorry. 
<coughs> what it is is um, if you get close to the water, you start hearing baby noises, and they're trying to draw you in close to the water, and basically you get you show up, and there's no baby, and then something jumps out and gets you. How do they draw them to the water? Um, baby noises. They make baby noise. Did you say that? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I thought you said they drew into the water, which is, I think that's the creepiest part of it all. I want to hear one just to hear how much like a baby it sounds. Oh, I imagine it's pretty accurate. <laughs> I mean, otherwise you're like, what, what the hell is that? Yep. And uh, the bystander goes to investigate and then he or she is dragged underwater to be drowned by the water baby. And I, I and it says... It is a humanoid and has long, dark hair, but it is also the size of a small child. Hmm. So I would, have, I would have pictured it like an angler fish, except the little with light on its hair? bulb. No, with the light on its bulb is a baby that just comes ah, out of the water and screams. That's awesome. And then drags people in. That would be cooler, but nope, it's just a spooky baby creature. Apparently you have a 6% chance of seeing one. Well, I don't know about seeing one, but definitely hearing <laughs> hearing one. Hearing one, yeah. Like just if you ever fall off to the side of the freeway to take a piss and you hear babies crying, hit the gas. This kind of reminded me of a uh, cryptid Tahoe Tessie. Mm-hmm. Um, so she only hangs out on the section of the lake right by the tunnels that they cut through the mountain. Mm-hmm. And um, apparently the lake will flog o- fog over and um that's when most sightings occur uh but apparently fog in tahoe is very rare so um i think it's kind of a bait maneuver as well maybe what do i maybe no one knows anything (laughs) um the next one is one that i've never heard about and not only have i not heard about it in the book or anything i've looked up but these guys don't seem to know much about it so i'm not sure how this ties in or how many sightings there are of it because it says how long is the exposure to it unknown and what is your chances of seeing it unknown so i'm not sure who has seen this or reported it but it it's straight out of stranger things yep they well they call it the cthulhu slug and it looks like a cthulhu creature when it's in his prepubescent form the what is it the digging demigorgon the it's a baby demigorgon yeah it looks like a little slug it looks like those little slugs from uh from Men in Black too, do you remember those? Mm. They have attitude. Oh yeah, it looks just like those. Um, it's speculated to be a bizarre dimensional monstrosity, which has tempor- temporarily wriggled into our dimensional space. Oh, Futurama, the dark one. It was a uh, desert muck leech. That's what this looks like. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, they so they they knew what this was. <laughs> And it looks, and it's described as large, slimy, black, and slug-like, and or snake-like. And it says, maybe the same creature responsible for killing several swimmers in nearby Bottle Hollow Reservoir, witnessed during daylight and evening hours. Mm -hmm. No? No, no, that was the water babies. Yes, but they're saying maybe it has something to do with that. Because there actually has been a lot of deaths. No. You're just saying no? Yeah. Okay. No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it doesn't exist, and it's all due to babies with long golem hair, which are sexy. Um, next one are glowbirds, which again never were brought up in the book. Mm-hmm. And it's it kind of it looks like seven. Have you seen those videos of those drones flying together and making? It's, it's kind of like the new fireworks and they do a big light show oh, but it's yeah. a bunch of drones with the lights it looks a lot like that but it's 
was dated way before drones were even a thing. And it's a large group of small red orbs, kind of like the orbs that are reported, except they act together and they move together like a swarm of birds when you see them flying. Or what? not a, a flock of birds? <laughs> like gaggle. the band? Flock of seagulls? <laughs> um, and, they're, and they're little red-orange lights. And they will turn all, all of them will turn on and off in unison. But it does sound like one of those drone light shows that I've seen. That's another example of bioluminescence. Yeah. <laughs> all right, man. <laughs> and it says biological creatures or individual balls of plasma like energy. Now, a lot of these things, like the orbs and such, like I know ball lightning is a thing. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the circumstances that are required to cause it. But I know, but and, and ball lightning is supposed to be super rare because I remember yeah. there's a story of ball lightning appearing inside of a plane. Do you, you remember that one? No. That it was. It's a pretty gnarly. Uh, we'll have to go through that on weird phenomenon episodes. Um, but no one really knows where ball lightning comes from. I mean, the skeptic in me wants to explain away a lot of these things just by saying, you know, ball lightning or something. But it, even ball lightning is incredibly rare. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if there's a video on YouTube. I've never actually thought to look. That'd be sweet. Yeah, there, I think there's videos of it. Um, and it's it, it's Wikipedia says, ball lightning is an unexplained and potentially dangerous atm- atmospherical electric phenomenon. And it report it's a reports of luminescent spherical objects that vary from pea size to several meters in diameter, um, associated with thunderstorms. It, you know, when lightning's going off is when you're going to see these balls, and they last considerably longer than a split second flash of lightning. Two reports from 19th century claim that the ball eventually explodes, leading behind odor and sulfur and dog bits. And then it's <laughs> the actual just remnants of dogs blowing up. The actual existence of lightning ball phenomena is not proven, but appears to be in a variety of accounts over the centuries until 1960s. Um, and there, yeah, it says there's numerous accounts, but I guess none have been proven. So that might just be some woo woo. Something. But so many people have reported a ball of lightning and they can enter windows and pass through walls. So that sounds spooky. Taking off my coat. Everyone be quiet while Nigel takes off his leather vest. Let's it's all listen. Creak. Oh, that was beautiful. Ah. <laughs> I ate a frosty right before the show and started freezing. Had to put my coat back on and now I'm overheating again. I hate that when you're when you're like, I need something cold and then your guts start shivering <laughs> from the inside and your blood turns cold. Uh, where food, were we? Food will mess you up. We were just talking about ball lightning. Oh, yeah. Oh, you were going to talk about the one that showed up in an airplane? I don't know much about it. That's why I just heard a story. Um, ball lightning in airplane. And this is when I first heard about it, I thought. Yeah, it just says here, um, periodically, I hear stories about ball lightning. But, yeah, one of them was that it happened inside of a plane. And apparently, oh, this is also what they attached to what Foo Fighters are. Remember the Foo Fighters? Mm. Not the band, but what the band is named after. Right. Mm, I'm drawing a blank. It was pretty much when they were flying around um, in World War II. Oh, okay. They saw these um, mysterious lights in the sky and intelligent objects that would um, fly around the planes. And they thought they were allied the whole time when it, 
turns out no one controls these and they were just a crazy phenomenon and they dubbed him with the name Foo Fighter and that's what the band took the name from because they're super into aliens and things like that so they named their band Foo Fighters I love how into aliens a lot of these artists are I know it seems it seems like the the best ones are also the most crazy like uh did we already talk about this what? Weezer the the lead singer of Weezer. It wasn't Weezer. No, it is. It's not. It is. The drummer of Blink-182 and uh-huh. the lead singer of Weezer. Okay, so we were both right? Yeah. Okay. Um, apparent, so I I was watching a YouTube video and they were talking about the drummer of Blink-182. Mm-hmm. And he, they were like, we can't go anywhere without him wanting to take another trip to go find aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Which... That sounds more fun than playing shows. Oh, I absolutely would love to do that. Oh, that was one of the things. So this, uh, the property that we were talking about earlier, uh, what was the name of the the Science Wolf? Um. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They bought the adjacent adjacent property to Skinwalker Ranch, and they let you go out there and look at Space Wolf. Space Wolf. Yep. Um, that'd be so good. And they've got a like a donate button on their website too. So if you guys want to fund some of the dope stuff that's going on down there, I'm sure they would greatly appreciate it. I bet it's not the most lucrative thing in the world. There was a video with him on a podcast. Uh, it was Tinfoil Hat Podcast is where I learned from him. And he was talking about how hard it was to talk his wife into buying this land, <laughs> <laughs> which I feel like. If you had a wife like that, it'd be hard to talk to them and to buying a $500 laptop, let, let alone, alone a giant plot of land to hunt aliens and creatures on. Yeah. Uh, yep. And he's got a, they've got a team down there and they actually have, um, what was, ta- what is the, the name of that? Like a care, caretaker of the ground, like a groundskeeper. Yeah. Groundskeeper. And apparently he, they had a non-disclosure well, Nids was there. Ooh. So they were there at the same and time the Nids A. were. And they had a non-disclosure. And they, uh, the groundskeeper was trying to talk about the things that he was seeing. And they hit him with a $300,000 lawsuit. Ooh. This is these same guys. Ooh. They're that tied in with the, with the story. And they, they are of the belief that when Nids exited and said that they didn't find anything, that Nids found a lot of things. Well, so there's a documentary on Hulu, and that was one of the things that they talked about was they have boxes and boxes of VHS tapes with all sorts of stuff on there that they just couldn't took, could, huh, couldn't <laughs> talk about. <laughs> yeah, which is weird because they went there specifically to find stuff that they could talk about. Which maybe the government stepped in and were like, uh-uh. And from the Hunt from the Skinwalker book, when they talk about it, it's always, while we were... Un- or taking down all of our equipment, that's when everything popped up or before we had it. Because back in the day, it's, you know how hard it is to record somebody with a cell phone or record like a 20 second thing with a cell phone. You think it's just one click of a button, but you always miss it. You know what I mean? I, I, I rarely take pictures of things that I want to with my phone. Well, there's also the fear factor, too. Like, I'm sure a lot yeah. of people, if they come up against something that they can't explain, mm-hmm. the last thing they're going to think of is like, oh, better bust out my camera. No, they're thinking like, oh, crap, I got to run. Yeah, that and we have smartphones. This was back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. So imagine how hard it would be pulling out an actual 30-pound camcorder, 
pulling it out that has shitty um, resolution and just looks terrible. And then zooming in on these things, trying to find them in the sky, and now they finally disappeared. So that does make sense in a way, and especially since Terry Sherman says the only way he ever captured anything about these was anything about all these experiences he was having and any like tangible proof he was thwarted unless he hunted it basically i bet you'd get swole carrying 90s video equipment around <laughs> <though>. <laughs> apparently like they describe terry sherman as a beast and everything i i don't i can't picture him being more than just your regular farmer but apparently this dude was six four or six two extremely must extremely muscular and they keep saying that he has sharpshooter eyes and then he can shoot anything from any distance and he's an amazing marksman which i doubt that too i'm sure he's just a dude with it. well he did have some pretty high powered rifles with well, him you grow up on a farm there's not much else to do besides shoot stuff yeah well, yeah that too and also if you live in that part of the world that kind of lifestyle calling 911 they ain't gonna be there in a jiffy mm-hmm. yeah sometimes you just gotta do it you know I guess. What were oh, we're we're talking about uh about spooky things that happen. Um, next one was the orange football, which a lot of people have seen this one. Um, it's got a it's a UFO and it has a metallic surface. Um, it appears about fifteen percent fifteen feet wide and ten feet high, and is shaped like a football. It is seen as an orange glowing ball of plasma with tendrils of red flame like plasma dancing about the outside perimeter so it almost looks like there's lights shine you know how like if you shine a light against a piece of paper yeah it looks it like looks like it football. was made out of paper and then there's a bunch of lights that people were shining on the bottom of them that's what it looks like <laughs> but it's or that's what it's described like the picture that they have looks stupid it's nerf or nothing dude <laughs> <laughs> It's just some shitty advertisement <laughs> scheme by Nerve. It really didn't work. <laughs> no. In fact, the government get the blame for it, not Nerve. <laughs> Apparently, you have a 4% chance of seeing one, though. Yep, and it may believe it. People believe it may possess the ability to read and communicate thoughts non hostile in nature and display a curious like demeanor around a witness. Yeah, but it only reads Braille and crop circles. <laughs> and it only speaks Braille. <laughs> uh, next one is the Sentient Mist. Described which... by Bigelow. This, so this is something that they had found. And so Ooh. the NIDS team, um, this is their description of it. A neurological electricity. This unique entity is completely black in color takes the intangible form of thick smoke. The smoke is described like a disembodied skin of black electrified energy that possesses an intellect... Well, they they didn't describe it. That possesses an intellect. Theories hold that this is a pre-transitional embodiment of a not-yet-formed entity as it emerges from a portal or flash drone. The shapeless, malleable mist will eventually mold itself into a local animal or humanoid. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. Are we reading the website or a D&D monster manual? <laughs> <laughs> Both, apparently. When next time you play D&D, this is going to be a thing. Um, you got a 2% chance of seeing that one. Yeah, believed to be a temporary body type taken by an unformed entity. This form may be t- temporarily non-physical state necessary to survive the physical challenge and complex nature of transversing a wormhole. Which... That kind of makes sense, but they actually, Nids did record something walking out of a wormhole. Do you remember A couple that? times. Yes, and 
the guy says, it, um, the main NIDS researcher was standing behind one of his friends and it was, uh, or one of the other researchers and he couldn't see anything. And the guy with a therm, with a thermal camera was like, Jesus Christ, what's going on? Oh my God. And, and he was freaking out and the guys and the main character is like, what do you see? What do you see? What do you see? And he said that a, a giant black entity came out of this wormhole and he was so big that he couldn't tell if it was in the trees, which are huge trees out there, or behind the trees, because it was. Ooh. But it was blotting out the stars behind it. It was a pitch black entity with no face, and he witnessed this walking out of a wormhole. Sentient mist or alien ship? That's the game we're playing. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite game. And the last one they have here on the website is the portal. And on that uh, spacewolfresearch.com yes. website, they on the opening video that they have, like this three-minute montage with some music over it, some awesome hip-hop music, It's uh, it, it only appears if you record it. They have a thermal imaging device, I guess. And a FLIR, that's what it's called. A FLIR? Mm-hmm. Hmm, I didn't know that. But they filmed it, and it was, I don't, I couldn't tell how high off the ground it was over the horizon for sure and it was sort of it had little things spiraling around it and it was this black thermal hole and then it just collapsed on itself it disappeared it was super fast and you can this was the one that we described that only from only from terry sherman's ranch could you see this portal opening and people from the freeway or the highway didn't see anything at all or if they did it was kind of a it just looked like a sunset it looked like a sunset or just like a shitty glow in the sky mm-hmm. that would never catch your attention. My favorite part about this video that Space Wolf had um, is that you can clearly see the portal. Yeah. And you can obviously see objects that get like sucked into the portal. It's hard to explain it any other way other than these black dots just getting absorbed into the portal at a rapid pace. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Yep. And they had a bunch and other things that they've cited there are a lot of strange wolves and they feel like they've caught them in between transformations because these wolves are striking really weird-ass poses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely not normal. Yep, and they also have pictures of what I believe that was the flesh on things and it was decomposing backwards. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, and that seems to happen a lot down there when things die or like when that on the first episode when we talked about the wolf encounter... Or the Skinwalker encounter, how that piece of flesh it aged super fast. Just uh, rapidly, what did, what did it say? Decompose. Thank you. Rapid de- mm. It decomposed Rapid rapidly? Decomposition. Oh, there's Thank the word. Thank you. Um, my favorite thing by far on that Space Wolf website is the photo of the cattle mutilation where it says 60% of the cattle's gone or the, the cow's gone and it's just a head and, yes. some, and like part of a leg. So apparently cow heads are 40% of their mass. Yep. And if you go to Skinwalker Ranch, the .org website, there you can find some of the pictures that pictures that the NIDS team captured and you just go under the, the entities or you can go under files and videos and look under those and you can actually see it has all the information that you'll ever need a like how to become a skinwalker um, another version of how to become a skinwalker and it'll tell you and it shows you all of the newspapers that they had at the time and the deseret uh newspaper posted that which is deseret news is probably the biggest news in utah right 
Um, At least one of the, especially back in the day. And this is I, where that stuff was being reported on front page. So back when newspapers were really big, Deseret News was the biggest in Utah. Um, man, I remember my dad would go get those. and He would just do crosswords all day, but that it was Deseret News. I... I've never read a newspaper before. I hate newspapers. Have the you read one? The texture of it and the smell of it and just the the words on it. I don't like newspaper. Because I'm, I'm 23 and I, I feel like that's pretty normal for someone my age to never have sat down and read a newspaper. You filthy millennial. <laughs> I'm not a millennial. What are you, Gen Z? Yes. Or, I don't know. I'm the one after or before or after millennial. Yeah, I'm actually a millennial, unfortunately. You dirty millennial. How dare you? You're the cause of all of this shit. Angel. I accept the blame. Because you're what, 48? Close. Keep going. 30? Yeah, yeah, actually 30 on the dot, so you were pretty close. <laughs> I like to give him crap all the time. Well, I am old. Yes, yeah. and I'm one of the younger people that you'll ever meet. And I always forget how old Ruben is, just because we've spent so much time together. And it, 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 to me, he's thirty. So, congrats! <laughs> Thanks, man. I wish I was thirty. When You're I was, an honorary millennial. <laughs> I wish I was thirty when I tried to like buy alcohol when I was nineteen. Oh, that would have helped me out a lot. Your fake ID said you were thirty. <laughs> My McLevin ID. At least there's a bunch the. The really hot meme going on right now is that stupid Baby Yoda one. Yeah. And somebody made a, a McLevin uh, <laughs> fake ID, but he used that little Baby Yoda picture. I can't <laughs> believe the McLevin ID made a comeback. I never thought that movie was that good to begin with. Neither I'm not a I. big fan of that stoner Seth Rogen type I will comedy. say Your Highness was great. You told me about that. Yeah. Well, I've seen it. I've seen it. James Franco, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Because you didn't like Pineapple Express. Or no, it wasn't my thing. Yeah. I, I just I didn't think that movie was that great, which is the same as all of those comedies. The only comedies that are that old that I really liked was probably like 40-Year-Old Virgin. That one was a classic. And a couple... I, I can't even think of a lot of old comedies. There's a, it, And then anyone with Bill Murray usually stands the time. Always good. I really liked I Love You, Man with Paul Rudd. That was a good one. Yeah, that was good. It came out a little later, but... Paul Rudd was in those... All those good, heartwarming rom-coms things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Paul Rudd was the He's best. A stud. Paul Rudd the stud. That's a good one, man. <laughs> That's really good. That's the kind of humor we need <laughs> up in this show. What a turn he's taken. He's the biggest superstar. He's the most lovable person on the planet. Dude, he's 50. Is he? Yeah, he's 50. I don't believe you. Paul Rudd is 50? Yeah. I'm going to Google this right he's now. Still looks You're locking 30. in 50. Uh, yep. How old is Paul Rudd? He's 50 as of April. Holy yep. crap. I I can't believe that. Yeah. Blow your mind. He doesn't look 50. He no, was on he Hot Wings like two weeks ago. Yeah. I thought he was like, oh, the guy's 35. He's 50? a champ. Still 50 and doing Marvel movies. I think a lot of those guys are older, right? Robert well, Downey Jr. But he's starting to look his age. The last couple... Avengers movie, he's looked his age. He very much, the the first Iron Man, he looked like 30s. When did the first Iron Man come out? Oh, dude, like 12 years ago? I'm always blown away by how old movies 13 are. 13 years ago. 2008? Yeah. Yep. Man. No. That's it, is Iron long. Man the longest going Marvel? That was the first one. That was the first Marvel that's movie? That's what started all of it. Man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. 
That's that's nuts, man. Quite the tangent we got on. We do this. I like tangents. Yeah. I'm still blown away. I was blown away by how, how old uh, Pharrell was. Cause uh, that guy who does that stupid song. I can only ever see his hat. That stupid brown hat. But he's he's like four. Same hat. Oh really? Yeah. I'm sorry. Never but. makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> but there's people that definitely have sold their soul to live longer. Oh, Keanu Reeves. He's a time traveler. Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. seen all those posts. We yeah. might have to do a meme episode about Keanu Reeves. Well, there's a surprising amount of um, lore about <laughs> certain celebrities, <laughs> like not lore. aging. <laughs> you said lore. <laughs> I mean, how else do you explain it? It's just lore. Yeah, you're you're right. Um, so we kind of covered all the cryptids. We've covered a lot of the stories on Skinwalker Ranch. We emphasized skinwalkers. We've emphasized Bigfoot, spooky things. We've talked about dogs exploding, weird magnetic shit going on. And at the end of this... Oh, one thing I didn't uh, wrap up last time was the when they had actually put surveillance cameras all around the ranch, they had all of them turn off at once and that when they went and checked on them all of the cords had been perfectly cut exactly how you would need them to be and they were just taken apart sitting on the trees and so what they did is they re-put or re-put the cameras back up there and they put cameras to film those cameras and they had spotlights everywhere and then during this recording i haven't seen the footage the spotlights turn off perfect and this is so they could have surveillance while they weren't at the ranch all the lights turned off and then they the the cameras that they set to film the other cameras they got tampered with turned off in a blink all at the same time and then the other three turned off all at the same time so I'm not sure if this is government interference and I'm not sure if it just people don't want to be surveillance there, if humans did it or if something else did it, but it's a pretty big operation to kill floodlights and then kill two different pairs of cameras filming each other without being caught. It was all ball lightning. It's probably all ball lightning. Yeah. But I th- what do you what do you wrap this shit up? What are your thoughts? How much of it do you think's real? How much do you think it's fake? How much stock do you put into skinwalker ranch after everything we've talked about and everything you've learned so me personally i want so badly to believe in everything yep but i also have a certain level of skepticism and there's some of these things that don't quite jive um bigfoot i don't even know what he was doing there <laughs> um there's uh, anyway give us a percentage of all of the stories and everything that we've heard, 10% or 0% being you don't believe anything happened. You believe that the sighting of a wolf was just a wolf. You believe the lights are just, I don't know, cars being seen on the, or people walking around in the woods with a flashlight, uh, the, the things in the sky not being real and all of it pretty much being made up or a hundred percent or, you know, 50 cent being maybe not the creatures, but maybe they were seeing lights and planes and then a hundred percent, probably everything most of the at least yeah everything's real all right if i'm gonna break it down aliens i'm pretty sure there's you know some extraterrestrial life um i'd say 70 percent chance because there's a lot of evidence 
but there's also a lot of hokey shit. And but are you saying you believe in seventy percent of everything that we've yeah, talked about? Yeah, happened there. So, for example, the portal. Probably, I'm I'm a believer of the portal. I you know, um, there's a lot of theories on aliens, uh, whether they're in this universe or if they're transdimensional. Um, the portal being a fairly strong example of transdimensional aliens. Um, there, I won't get into it on this episode, but there is a lot of. Um, there's a lot of people that think that transdimensional aliens have to exist on a frequency and eh, yeah, I'll explain that later. uh, (laughs) um, Skinwalkers, that one's a tough one because again, I like to believe in the spooky stuff and um, Skinwalker, the legend of the Skinwalker has been around for a very long time. Although... I personally have never seen any evidence of it, and Mm -hmm. um, I'm going solely on, you know, other people's stories. So I would say 30%. I I don't know. The 30% is just how much I want to believe in that, and the other percentage is like... Yeah, that's the same for me. My percentage is somewhere around Mm 50-60 of all of this. I think 50 or 60% of it's real. I don't know if I could generalize. I guess if if I was going to take into account everything, all the stuff that I've seen, I would say probably 80%. 80% of all the stories. Okay. So I'm I'm around 50-60 because I don't put almost I put almost no stock into paranormal see and I have a huge I put a lot of stock in aliens I put a lot of stock in government stuff and because we all know they have technology that they're using every day that we haven't seen yet or even have thought of so when Tesla does something amazing and like oh my gosh like they're landing all these drones or sending satellites into space or doing all this stuff SpaceX is amazing like the government isn't sitting back with their eyes wide shut, just laughing because they can do all of this stuff times three. Well, most of this stuff is government based technology that we have just gotten secondhand. So I think a lot of the, the, the airplanes, the lights, the balls, the people showing up at the house. I believe a lot in that. I also believe a lot in aliens, the, the wormholes, the, I believe in all of that. But as far as ghosts and as far as I, 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 it's hard for me to grab onto any of that. I love ghosts. I love ghost stories. Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe that there is ghosts, um, whether or not it's the actual ghost phenomena or so, for example, energy has to go somewhere when you die that you cannot, you cannot end energy. Energy just keeps going. There's no way to get rid of it. So Maybe ghosts are just part of your body's energy inhabiting an area that you used to frequent. Maybe. So, I don't know. But it could be, and that being said, I haven't had any UFO experience. I haven't had any weird interdimensional shit happen to me, government, anything like that. But I believe it more every time I do taxes. But yeah. I, don't, I don't believe... But even though the only experiences I've had, I would say, were ghost-like. I've had some weird stuff go on at my house. I've had lights turn off. I've had doors open in the middle of the night. Even though things like that, it's like, oh, it's the draft. It's this or that. I'm like, "Eh, I'm pretty sure 
things like that don't happen. But I still have a hard time putting a lot of stock. And it might just be all of the bullshit I've been fed, all of the History Channel ghost hunting shows where yeah, <laughs> they're, they're, they're recording something and then there's like a drip of water and then they run it through this thing. It's like he obviously says the portal to whatever is opened. And you're like, uh. how did you get that from? <laughs> I know they're like, oh, we slowed it down and this and that, and he's saying this, and I, I think just being flooded with all of that crap kind of blurred my. Yeah, reality TV has killed a lot of things for me, but I won't let it kill this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Well, I'm about fifty, sixty percent in on this, so I'd say I'm over the on the fence, being I'm not sure, and then on the other side of the fence, being it's not real. I'm on the side of the fence. That's saying, okay, there's something going on here. You're caught by your belt loop on the top of the fence. Yep, yeah. climbing down to the other side. I know there's stuff that's going on, but I'm not sure. I think 50 or 60% of it's real. He's got a real supernatural wedgie going. <laughs> <laughs> it's riding me real hard right now. All right, man. Well, is there anything else you want to say before we wrap this Skinwalker Ranch up? No, everybody, you know, be good, be happy. Um we're just going to keep pumping these out. So. Yep. Our next one, I think, is going to be MK Ultra. So hold on to your butts for that. And we'll be uh, talking about that next time. That's a real wild ride we're going on. Mm-hmm. Bunch okay, of guys. mind slaves. Enjoy. <laughs>